0: All right, it's six forty-six, and earlier on, we were chatting about your reality. If you are a victim of gender-based violence and how you were able to get through it all, did you get any help? Did you have a place to go, or turn to? Um, and how have you been managing the trauma that comes with being abused? Because that is a reality in, in South Africa, and unfortunately, the numbers don't lie, and the lived experiences of people are so painful when you just hear the stories. About what it is that people are going through and as we go through the 16 days of activism supporting the victims let's bring in somebody who can help us navigate this conversation particularly around um being a victim of gbv and what your needs are and how the rest of us can get involved mm-hmm. we're joined on the line now by louise Vesterhout who's a holistic health practitioner with a speciality in uh, trauma gbv and domestic abuse good morning and thank you for your time
1: Morning, Mo. Morning, Pussle.
0: Morning. What sort of support do victims usually need the most, um, especially when they have decided that they're going to walk away from an abusive situation?
1: Okay. Um, so we're talking specifically about uh, survivors in domestic abuse situations mm. uh, as, as opposed to anything else. So mm. what I think is important uh, is that they need to be believed is the first Mm. I think uh, they need to be listened to. And I think that um, when we listen to them, what's very important if we're their friends and family, because unfortunately, that's usually the first people they speak to. Um, we, we need to be careful that we don't gaslight them. And by gaslighting, it could be anything like saying, well, why didn't you go earlier? Well, you know, Surely you could have just stopped that or why didn't you just say no or, or whatever. Mm. So what we have to understand statistically is that uh, somebody, it takes on average, a uh, survivor of GBV, try to leave seven times before they actually sure. leave. Sure. See, this is really important to understand. So on that seventh time, or if you've got them on the second time, you know, and they go back, we can't be disappointed. We can't gaslight them. We can't blame mm-hmm. them. They are dealing with a very, very deep Uh, sometimes trauma bond and by trauma bond we mean they've become attached to this person who abuses them Mm. to that person intermittently Mm. reinforcing the relationship through rewards and punishment rewards and punishment Mm. Mm. um Mm. so we have to understand it's a deep psychological um bond that the person has and breaking it is
0: hard she's louise thank you for letting us know with regards to the seven times and how much Uh, Mm. you know, one goes back and forth, back and forth Mm. and being understanding, no gaslighting. But Mm -hmm. now let's talk about that specifically when we have a family member, a loved one, someone we know, a colleague going back to the abuser and how do we approach the abuser in terms of the treatment? How do we go about that instead of walking on eggshells around this person who is abusing physically, emotionally, psychologically, the person that we love, how do we move around them?
1: gosh that is i think a personal question because uh, again i've got to say that it it depends on our strength Mm. Uh, we have got to also understand and be very familiar with our own triggers Mm. if we've been traumatized if if we've been through the same thing we could be very gung-ho about wanting to save someone but we might need therapy ourselves before we we help Mm. so we need to make sure that we are a dependable person we might try to just come forward to that person but i just also want to say that if we're not qualified we might escalate the violence at Mm -hmm, mm home
0: yeah and that's the issue yeah and and that's always so concerning louise because in the end you you don't want to sit on the wayside and do nothing and i think Mm. that's what a lot of people feel almost a sense of helplessness to say well i mean i really want to do something but i don't know what so i mean it's a very brief conversation we're having now we don't have much time louise but if i want to get involved in, in a few seconds what is your answer to that?
1: I think I need to work out if there is if there is is extreme violence on this person's life is at stake, then I can get involved. Mm. Absolutely, I can do and try to do an intervention. If it's uh, emotional abuse, uh, it's slightly more difficult. I could try, but I also want to say to you that the abusive mindset is is quite specific as well. They, they don't usually. I'm sorry to say, they're not like other people they don't want to do better they don't want to heal they they, they what they want to be doing what they do it, mm. it, it suits them that's why i think appealing to them you, you might get lies you might get told something about your friends
0: and mm. their part
1: in it which confuses the whole issue and that's why i'm saying i don't think uh, as friends and family it's it's it's, it's very easy to intervene. Mm.
0: absolutely Louise, we appreciate your time in speaking to us this morning. And, uh, of course, uh, Louise has been working a lot with um, survivors of gender-based violence. Uh, people have experienced a great deal of trauma and domestic abuse. And we did ask for your stories on our WhatsApp line, 60 Maybe you have stories to share around being a victim and a survivor of GBV and what um, you can say to motivate others to really move on.